Hello, everybody. This is Les Explosion, and I am your host, Les Nichols, and uh, we are live on TikTok. So everybody in TikTok world is watching this uh, live podcast, and uh, periodically they're going to look and see if there's any comments or anybody asking any questions. But um, um, lots to cover today. Um, today, uh, October 18th, and as of this morning, um, around 8 a.m., we all got the news that uh, Colin Powell had passed away at the age of 84 years old. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later, um, but that's the biggest news of the day. Um, I also want to touch on uh, Tennessee football uh, over the weekend and also uh, uh, baseball playoffs. So for those about everybody on uh, TikTok that's watching, um, he, he, this is a, I'm, this is the Less Explosion podcast, and uh, I do this uh, on a weekly basis. So if you have any any questions or anything, please, you know, let me know, you know, shoot me your questions. Um, so let's jump right into this. Um, college football weekend. Everybody looks forward to it. Uh, especially I do. I'm a, a big, a big Tennessee fan. Been a Tennessee fan since uh, a, a young kid. And I'm talking like kindergarten age, right? For some reason, my dad was, um, he's a Clemson Tigers fan. And you now we we grew up in North Georgia, just south of Chattanooga. Um, my uncle, who lives in South Carolina, he's a Georgia Bulldog fan. Grew up, he went went to school at Georgia, and then uh, my grandfather was an Alabama fan. Uh, my grandmother was uh, she loved the Florida Gators, uh, but I um, always was with the Tennessee Balls. So um, it's 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 sometimes it's heartbreaking, you know. We never won a title with Peyton Manning. And then here and doing the following year, 98, we had T Martin and we finally won a title, right? That was our last title. So um, going into this weekend, we had a lot, we had a lot of high hopes. We had uh, number 11 ranked um, Ole Miss. It was a good opportunity for us to really flex and show, um, you know, how our game is progressing. Right. And uh, of course we know the, the esteemed coach for the uh, Ole Miss Rebels is Wonderful Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin was our coach for one year. I don't remember what year because we try to forget his tenure at Tennessee. It was a terrible time for Tennessee Vols. Um, we had high hopes for Lane. Uh, he even brought his dad in to be the defensive coordinator. His dad was a mastermind also um, with the Tampa Bay Bucks back in 2000, won a Super Bowl, right? So, of course, as you all know, or if you don't know, Lane Kiffin – is not allowed really in Knoxville at all. He has to be under heavy security because he can, um, you know, get injured, right? <laughs> Somebody could hurt him. He is just not welcome in Knoxville. Even when he was the offensive coordinator with Alabama, he's just not welcome. So um, we had high hopes going in this weekend. Of course, if you watch the game, um, Tennessee held really good. You know, Ole Miss is a really good team. Their quarterback is a Heisman favorite right now. With um, he's kind of going against that the quarterback Bryce with uh, Alabama, but quarterback's good. But you know what? Tennessee held and, and did fairly well. They, uh, of course, we made mistakes, mistakes that we shouldn't have made by now going into Game Six, right? Um, but so here we are, right? Um, of course, we end up losing the game. Or about was it about a minute left? Our fans, who are very, uh, very upset, started throwing trash 
everything onto the field, which is not a classy move, which is not how Tennessee acts. So I was very disappointed in seeing that and seeing what they, how they were reacting, even though with a minute left on the clock, we still had actually an opportunity to win the game, and we actually almost did. We missed it by fingertip. No, it was, it's ridiculous. So all that reaction was for nothing, right? I mean, they, th- they started throwing trash on the field just to shut the game down for a minute so players could get off the field. Lane Kiffin had a golf ball thrown at him. I mean, this is some serious stuff, guys, right? So here we are, you know, you know, with a minute left, and, um, you know, our quarterback, you know, Milton, threw a uh, a pass that really was missed by fingertip. We would have won the game. And here you are throwing trash, looking like total dicks, right? That's, that is not how we act, and that's not the black guy that Tennessee needs. We're better than that. Um, and we all know that. So it was, it was very disappointing when you're waking up Sunday morning and you're seeing seeing that. Um, um, of course, Lane Kiffin had to be escorted off the field. Um, but all in all, Ole Miss had come away with the win, and Tennessee walked away with a loss, which was disappointing because we are going into what we call, you know, hell weeks. We got Alabama. We got Georgia coming up. Just some really tough football up ahead. And, you know, we – uh. We play, you know, we play the uh, uh, Gators and Alabama tough. Um, so I'm interested to see, not Gators, I mean Georgia and, and Alabama tough. So I think we're going to challenge them, but I, I just don't know the end result. My goal right now is just to get a bowl game. Even if it's meet me on the toilet bowl game, it doesn't matter. I want to get us to a bowl. So – Anyway, I could talk forever on college football, but just a disappointing Saturday for us Tennessee fans. And hopefully going forward, this uh, this changes, right? Um, so moving on uh, to uh, baseball, uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. My God, what a what a great, uh, you know, how great it's been so far. Man, the, the Rays and Red Sox series was phenomenal. Um, disappointing that our, our Rays did not make it. I was, that was terrible to see. And then, um, but, you know, the Red Sox came back. They were hot coming into it. So what do you expect, right? Um, and then you got the, you know, right now you've got Braves and Dodgers. What a great series. Now, I was at the beginning of this calling for the Tampa Rays and the Braves in the World Series. Um, and then after the Rays loss, I'm like, all right, Boston's going to do it. Which Boston has showed up, you know, against the Houston Astros. I think, uh Boston's going to go all the way. I don't think Houston's got the game to do it. They're about they're going into Fenway. I want to say tonight. Uh, they're, they're their games in Fenway, which we can pull out. You know, the next three or two. I think it's two now. Out of uh, or three. I'm sorry. The next three in Fenway, Red Sox going to World Series, and I really think they're going to play the Braves. I just don't think the Dodgers have it right now. The Braves are hot right now. The Braves are up 2-0. They just need two more games, right? So if they go to LA, um, they can they can afford to lose a game, maybe, and then come back to eight, you know, Atlanta and win it in Atlanta, and then the Braves are in the World Series. Now I'm a Georgia boy, so I grew up a Braves fan. I still am a Braves fan. I've been following the Braves since I was probably seven years old. I was probably the first time I went to a Braves game, and then um, and ever since been hooked. The 91 Braves, 
holy crap, guys, best team Braves have ever assembled. And you know what's funny is they won high high uh, high paid players. You know, it was the beginning of something great and something that was going to last forever. Um, and over the years, we kind of lost our way. But this team they got right now put together is holy shit legit, right? And put that on a T-shirt. Holy shit legit. Um, so uh, I think the Braves are hot. And I'm looking for a Braves Red Sox World Series. And that's going to go. That's going to be a game seven series. I really think so. And I think, um, you know, I hate to call a winner on that one. I just don't know. Both teams have great pitching. Both teams have dynamic offense. I think it's going to be high scoring games. I think it's going to be exciting. I think game seven is going to be phenomenal in the World Series. So look at it. And I'm putting it right now Braves, Red Sox, World Series, boom. And I'm not calling a winner on it because that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be a tough decision to make. Um, so yeah, man. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Playoff baseball this year has been phenomenal. I think their viewership is up for ratings. It's just been an amazing, amazing year for baseball, and it was exciting. The American League East had uh, almost three teams all within a hundred hundred wins: Red Sox, Yankees, uh, Rays, and Toronto. And that's another thing. How does four teams with 100 – we'll say Brady, let just rephrase that. So because the Yankees had a chance, they had to do one-game playoff with the Red Sox, so they technically made it to the playoffs. But the, the Blue Jays, almost 100 wins don't make the playoffs. And then you got teams over on the uh, – teams over on the, you know, other teams that are 80 wins, and they make the playoffs, right? It's uh, just a – it's a tough, tough uh, – it's just tough. I don't understand it. They need to change it. It's almost kind of like they almost need to go to the NBA rankings, East and West, right? You know, the West has eight teams to make the playoffs, so East has eight teams, the top eight teams, uh, because the American League East has always been um, like heavy hitters, right? They've always had tough. They've always had a lot of um, – you know, just great teams, and it's tough with us. You know, many times the Rays have never made it, right? The Rays have never made it to the playoffs, but they yet they still get 85, 90 wins. But that's a whole nother kick for me to get off on. So, um, anyway, so I, I can continue. We'll talk more about it uh, next week about baseball. See, see what happens. Who's going to be in the World Series by next week? We'll have an idea who it's going to be. Um, let me let's check on a TikTok. All right, well. People are watching. How about that? So uh, moving on to the other hot topic of the day, which is uh, we all woke up, well, some of us woke up early to be watching news, and we saw the breaking news come in about Colin Powell. Um, truly shocking, but not shocking. Um, I had thought he was younger than what he was, and I'm not trying to say it's not shocking due to age, but he was uh, 84 years old when he passed. For some reason, I thought he was younger. And um, Colin Powell. Uh, truly remarkable individual, um, a, a, a great, great history. History is going to rem remember him in a positive light. Um, this is a gentleman who um, went through, you know, served in Vietnam. This is a gentleman who uh, was a joint chief of staff during Desert Storm. Um, he was a big figure in that. Uh, him and Schwarzkopf were big on writing that battle plan. And look how successful it was, right? Um and then he went on to serve as Secretary of State under George W. Bush. 
of course we we know he was the in the you know uh forefront on the war on terror um you know holding a famous bio at the u.n meeting you know u.n meeting uh, of anthrax and it was um it was he re- he regretted that years forward and a couple of interesting if you ever read any books on that time and period i call robe's book uh colin powell used to come into the white house and he used to make uh Carl Rove get down and do push-ups. <laughs> so he was a tough man, tough individual. And then um, after he became Secretary of State, you know, he was he was he was very vocal on the war in Afghanistan, war in Iraq, and then um, and then he you know the the, the election of 20, uh, 2008 with Obama, right? Um, I'm sitting here. So it was interesting because, you know, Colin Powell, really, he supported Barack Obama in 08 and 2012, which was very unsettling because John McCain is a war hero. And everybody thought that Colin Powell would side with that, but he didn't. Right. Instead, he went with Obama and voted for Obama twice. Um, So that was kind of disappointing. But, you know, Colin Powell was one that, you know, stuck to his convictions and never swayed from it. so, and then he was very outspoken in the 2016 election. Now, some of y'all may or may not have been aware, but uh, during the 2016 election, you know, Hillary Clinton's team kept on trying to bring Colin Powell into the, the email debacle, right? Believe it or not. And just, I'm reading something here. So, uh, I'm on his Wikipedia page. So, on September 13, 2016, emails were obtained that revealed Powell's private communications regarding both Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Um, Powell privately reiterated his comments regarding Clinton's email scandal, writing, I have told Hillary's minions repeatedly that they are making a mistake trying to drag me in. That's right. He did not want to be involved in any of the, the, the political fight at the time, and he even called at the time Donald Trump a disgrace, um, which, you know, Okay, like I said, you know, Colin Powell was a very outspoken individual, but he wasn't going to be pulled into this, and the Clintons tried to do this to him, which was very unfortunate. Um, in my opinion, Powell was a very honorable man. He served his country good. He got us through some really difficult times, um, you know, and, and during, you know, the, the first four years of the, the Bush, you know, term, Powell was, uh, was a very vocal individual, and stepping away and it was a big deal. He broke barriers. He was the first black uh, secretary of state that we had. Um, so we're all going to be, we're all going to miss him. Uh, 94 years old. Oh, I mean, not 94. Geez, 84. Um, I've got COVID brain still. <laughs> Speaking of COVID. So that's what they also said, that he passed away uh, due to complications of COVID. Now, this is a man who was fully vaccinated and he still had complications from COVID. Um, nothing new has come out about that, but it just goes to show that um, vaccines though, that work, um, you know, COVID, you know, with the situation and, and then here he had COVID and it just shows that the, the vaccination is just not, they don't work for everyone. And that if you still are vaccinated, you can still get sick and still pass away. Right. Um, I'm one, I am not vaccinated and please, if you're listening, bring it on. Right. Um, I did have COVID. Me and my wife both did. Um, but we did survive and we both had the antibodies and we're still on the fence about getting vaccinated. But man, I'm telling you, 
I, I'm still on the fence. I don't know if I will. I just don't think I will. I don't like how the government has, has done this. I'm not a fan of mandates. Um, but anyway, that's a conversation for another time. Um, before I end this, just know that uh, I, uh, I have joined another podcast. So if you're listening to this one, please go over to um, Circle of Influence, which uh, has myself, uh, Les Nichols, and also Jason Salter as the host. Um, it's a podcast we're just starting, or we're doing our second episode today, so it should be out tomorrow. Uh, very interesting. Uh, what we do is uh, we have blind topics. We don't know what we're going to talk about, and we review it from both sides, uh, from, the, from the liberal side as well as conservative side or Democratic side, Republican side, however you want to look at it. Um, so it's a very interesting take. Uh, I like it because Jason and I both are staunch Republicans. Um, but it's uh, one of us have to speak from a Democratic side. So it's a very good take. Uh, we had our first episode last week or second today. Um, but yeah, so get a, give it a chance. Give it a shout. Get a look and uh, be looking for it. Um, thank you once again for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, all the listeners out there, uh, we're growing. Uh, Les Explosion is blowing up and we're getting there. And I, I appreciate everybody's comments and reviews and, and your likes. and um, and if you're interested on in being a guest with me, I love having guests. I love having conversations. So please reach out to me at lessplosion at gmail.com and we'll get you hooked up. Uh, you guys have a great week ahead and try to enjoy. All right. You guys enjoy.